0: Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best insights, ideas and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption and chaos. Welcome to the Producers Bank Podcast, where we share weekly our best inside ideas and thinking in finance and investing for producers in a world of change, disruption, and chaos. I'm MC Lobstrom joined by Carl Schnitzer. Carl, great to see you. Hey, MC, it's good to see you too. In this episode, we're going to talk about the checklist to set up your uh, producer's capital account properly, uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about the carrier, the product itself, uh, the design, the practitioner or advisor, and the strategy. So Carl, I've shared the five things that uh, forms part of this checklist to ensure that you're setting up your producer's capital account properly. What can you share with uh, our listeners and our viewers when it comes to choosing the correct carrier for this uh, vehicle? Sure.
1: So when it comes to choosing the carrier, the first, you know, giant umbrella that we want to look at is there's two types of insurance carriers. There's mutual insurance carriers and there's stock insurance carriers. A stock insurance carrier trades publicly. You can buy stock, you know, on the stock exchange of that insurance company. A mutual carrier, on the other hand, does not trade publicly. The, the mutual insurance carrier is fully owned by the policy holders. So when we're designing these accounts for the producer, for the producer's capital account, we want to be with a carrier that has the best interest of the policy holder. We don't want any quarterly meetings, you know, on the stock exchange. We all know how they go down. We want the best interest of the policy holder in mind. And we can only get that through a mutual insurance carrier. Um, one other thing I'll talk about too, and you know, MC, we've we've talked about this um about mutual carriers is being with the right carrier is is very important almost to i wouldn't say it's more important than the right design and everything else the other boxes we're going to check but it is crucial because there are there are good mutual carriers and there are not so good mutual carriers um one of the things that we're looking at when we're you know in in essence underwriting a mutual carrier is you know almost to what what political views they have and not even so much political views they have but what what actions they take on those views um a lot of carriers that we we've seen late, late, lately have been donating money to different charities you know no matter which side or which agenda they're donating to these mutual carriers have a fiduciary responsibility to their policy holders and they do not have the ability or they should not have the ability under their discretion of which charities they can and can't support you know if, if these companies have a surplus of cash that Uh, You know, at the end of the year, that they can donate to the these charities or agendas, whatever you want to call them, that should be going back to policyholders. It should not be going to any you know either side of the spectrum political agendas at all.
0: Yeah. So I just want to recap two of the things that you shared. So the first thing is it has to be a mutual life insurance carrier, and then the second thing that you shared it, it is very important to underwrite and do your due diligence on how mutual insurance companies operate as a fiduciary. Are they good stewards of your capital? Because with a mutual insurance company, as a policy holder, you are a shareholder in that company. Therefore, the capital of the company as a whole belongs to the shareholders. Are they operating as a good fiduciary? Are they good stewards of that capital? Are they great custodians of that that capital? Um, And then I would also share from a carrier standpoint, you, you have to look at, and it's a wide field, the mutual life insurance carriers. Which one of those have been around for like 150 plus years, right? You'll end up with a handful. And then which ones have paid dividends consistently? Over the course of 150 years, every single year consecutively for 100, 150 plus years, you're also going to end up with a handful. Why is that important? Well, that shows you that that mutual insurance carrier has not only been around for 150 plus years, but they have been profitable for 150 years consecutively. And you get to share in those profits through dividends as a policyholder. The other thing that I would also then share on top of that is look at what are some of the top rated financial carriers. There's only a handful of them, right? That's top rated financial uh, neutral life insurance carriers. Um, and then you want to look at the company as a whole, I mean, the size of a two, uh, do you want too big of a size? I would argue no. I would argue you want more a medium a medium size than a behemoth um, because that ties into what you said earlier. We have seen how mutual insurance companies operating in this space have not acted in the best interest of their policyholders, which are their shareholders, because they're making Political donations or supporting charitable causes, which can which which is very politically divisive, right? And that's besides the point. Those the the money, if there was only uh, or that capital that was distributed for political causes, should have gone to the policy holders. Um,
1: and, and that and, that, and, that, and, that and, yeah, go I was ahead. Say, and see, we're we're not just talking about a few million bucks. Some of these carriers, you know, that you and I have talked about they're they're donating multiple eight figures, nine figures. There's even one carrier that has has donated over a billion dollars. You know, th- these are not small numbers that they're they're giving away of policyholder money. I've said uh, this
0: before on the show. One of the biggest risks to you as a business owner and an investor is counterparty risk and how people have behaved in the past and how they're behaving now. Indicates how they will behave in the future. I want my mutual insurance company to be 150 plus years old, profitable every single year consecutively for over 150 years old. I want them to be a top-rated financial carrier, financially rated life insurance mutual carrier. And I want them to be politically neutral, focusing on their business, their core business which is life insurance and not losing focus, getting dragged to any political side. Um, now that we've we've shared, what are some of the things to look at when you're trying to pick a correct life insurance carrier, mutual life insurance carrier? Let's talk about the product. Uh, what are some of the things that people should consider when they're thinking about choosing the correct product?
1: Sure. So when it comes to the product again, let's kind of, you know, think think of like an umbrella term of life insurance. Under that umbrella, there's permanent life insurance and there's term life insurance. Permanent life is obviously for your entire life, it's permanent. Term life is for a term for, you know, 10, 20, 30 year. What we're looking at to design these accounts is under the permanent life insurance umbrella, we're looking at whole life insurance that Permanent life insurance umbrella has multiple products under there. There's universal life, index universal life, equity universal life, variable universal life, other kinds of different permanent life products. The only one that we're looking at is the whole life product. You know, I think we're going to do a deep dive in another podcast on the different types and comparing whole life to universal life because we see that, you know, somewhat often in this space. Um, but what we're really looking at is the right product, which is whole life insurance through the right carrier, which is, you know, a a mutual insurance carrier that we feel confident in.
0: Yes. And also to add to that, it's very, very important. Obviously, that's a dividend paying whole life insurance policy with a mutual life insurance carrier. And we've already shared how you can determine what is the best uh, life insurance carrier, mutual life insurance carrier to use. Another thing that's very, very important when it comes to product is- the product itself because not all whole life all dividend paying whole life insurance policies with mutual life insurance carriers are equal they're not all the same there's a lot of differences uh, a lot of carriers well all the carriers they have i mean this is their competitive selling point right is their whole life does x y and z and is designed this way there's they're not all the same they're not equal they're not the same Um, So that's the first thing is looking at which one uh, is best for the design that you want to create, which I know we're going to get into in a second. But the second thing also is the product itself needs to have a certain flexibility. And I mean, again, not all whole life products are designed equally. There are some carriers that have products that have more flexibility In how you can fund the policy, right? So if you're paying the exact same for a product, do you want more or less flexibility of how you fund it? For business owners and investors, this is very, very, very important. Why? Let's just say you put $100,000 a year into a policy. And let's just say your minimum that you put in is $25,000 and your maximum is that $100,000. Well, if you are a business owner and investor, you have well cash flow. You have cash flow uh, patterns, right, in your business. Some months there's a lot of windfalls. There's a lot of liquidity. Other months it's a little. There's a little bit less liquidity, right? It's a little bit leaner. So, what if your premium payment is due that year in the months that are leaner than the months that there's more liquidity at your disposal? Well, you want flexibility in the lean months. In this example you could fund the minimum of the 25k and throughout the rest of the year fund that policy up to 100k right uh you want that flexibility but there's some carriers that don't allow that flexibility they will allow you to fund the minimum the 25k in that example and you have to wait 12 months to fund the other 75 plus the next year's premium total premium of 100,000 so you want flexibility of funding. It's very, very important. It's not something that people think about. The other thing that you also want to look at is flexibility of policy loans. Is there guaranteed access to policy loans? Is that in your contract? Then what are the interest rates? There Again, not all whole life products are equal. There are some carriers that have very, very unfavorable loan rights, as opposed to some carriers that have better and more favorable loan rights. How about policy repayment? Is it flexible? It, do you, I mean, do you have to pay it back quickly? Is there a set amount every month? I mean, these are all the different things that you want to think about, about flexibility. And then also, we'll talk about this in a different episode, but there's direct versus non-direct recognition, which is a very big selling tool. Some carriers treat Outstanding policy loans differently when they credit dividends versus other carriers that treat uh outstanding policy loans another way when uh when they credit dividends. So these are all very important things to think about um when it comes to the product. So now you've got your carrier, you've got your product, and now you got to look at the design. What are some of the things that you could share about the
1: design, Carl? Sure, and one thing I'm going to add to that for the product too, MC carriers can change products over time. You know, and, and that's so what I'm what I'm getting at is you may have somebody, a friend, a mentor, somebody that says, "Oh, well, I have a policy with you know the company X." Well, company X could have changed their policy, and now it's not as good or or flexible or whatever term you want to throw in there as the new policy. You know, we've seen this with one of our carriers that we have policies that are grandfathered in and they changed that product to a new product, still a great product, product, but it has changed over the years. So not all products, you know, are the same across carriers and they're not the same as um, previous that they can change over time.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Um, now we've covered the carrier, We've covered the product. What can you share uh, with regards to the design of the policy?
1: So the design of the policy, this is kind of kind of overlap with our next one too, which is the practitioner and getting these designed properly. Um, when it comes to a policy design with the product, so we're using whole life insurance, dividend paying whole life insurance, there's certain ways to design the product meaning certain riders that you can add, certain riders you have to add to keep the policy from being taxable, um, different loan provisions that we can add to the the policy as we design it. Um, not all of this is the same. So once you have that whole life insurance, like MC gave that example of 100,000 per year, that base is 25,000 in this example, 75,000 going to a paid up addition rider for the total and maximum of $100,000 that that split we call it of that 2575 can be can be adjusted and it can be adjusted for your favor and it can be adjusted not in your favor and that's going to trickle into you know the next one too of working with the right practitioner because we want to make sure that the design of the product is in your best interest for max cash value with the correct riders in place with a, uh, we, we put a blended term rider in place to keep the policy from mecking. Um, if a policy ever mechs, which stands for modified endowment con- modified endowment contract, th- that is a taxable event. The IRS basically says this is no more, no longer just life insurance. This is an investment account, and therefore there it is a taxable event. So we have to add certain policies or certain riders in the design to keep that from happening.
0: Yeah. As I shared, when we discussed the product itself, the product has to be flexible in order for us to design it in the way that we want to design it, which is in the best possible manner for the client. Uh, And as you shared, um, you want to be able to structure it in, in such a manner, which maximizes the cash value. This policy is a high cash value life insurance policy. And if it's structured correctly using the previous example of, let's just say somebody puts $100,000 into the policy, um, the minimum is 25 in this case, the maximum is 100. Within the first 30 days, that person should be able to see in this example of around about $70,000 of cash value in their policy, which they can then Um, use and place as collateral for a policy loan. So if this policy is structured correctly and designed correctly by the right uh, practitioner and uh, advisor, then there will be cash value that can be placed as collateral within 30 days in that specific policy.
1: Yeah. And MC, I'm I'm just thinking of this now because I'm going through this um, with a client that you, you and I have met and, and gone through his strategy. If a policy is not designed correctly, you know I have a case right now that this, this client was sold a policy by another agent through another carrier years ago, eight years ago, and the policy instantly met. It became taxable. It was not designed correctly. He did not know this at the time, how the agent designed it. And now he's paid into this policy for eight years not even aware that that it had turned into a modified endowment contract and it was it was taxable so now we're working with him to get everything you know transferred into a, a correct de- correctly designed policy, but that's the consequences of, of a poorly designed policy and you could go you know imagine going 10, 15, 20 years paying premiums into an incorrectly designed policy and then finding out you have a big tax bill on it
0: absolutely um now I will say this, and this is so important. Why is it so important? Because this is a hard lesson I had to learn. When I set my first policy up over a decade ago, you can have the right mutual life insurance carrier. You can have the correct product. You can have the proper design structured perf- perfectly, just the way that it's supposed to. But if you do not have a practitioner and an advisor to help guide you in implementing and executing this infinite banking strategy with your producer's capital account you are going to be stuck and I say this because I was stuck. I had the correct I chosen the correct carrier, I had the right product, it was designed correctly, but the financial professional that was structuring for me at the time didn't even have one of these policies himself and he had no idea of how to implement and execute the infinite banking concept. Strategy with this vehicle. So this is cardinal. You want to be working with a practitioner and an advisor that eats their own cooking without throwing up, as I say, Uh, someone that practices what they preach, someone that has these policies themselves and utilize it within their business and for their investments, because
1: that's I mean, that's what you want to do. You're listening to this, right? Yeah. And, and that's so important too. I'll, I'll give an example. So there's another um, insurance advisor that we work with and we have a very good relationship with. If somebody comes to him for an infinite banking design policy, he, he completely knows you know, how to design it. He knows what the right carrier is. He knows the right products. He knows all of that. He knows he's not the best practitioner to implement these policies because there's not a training involved, and he he actually refers clients to us because of the training with um, the client for implementing the strategy. That that's how important. And you know, thankfully and luckily, that this advisor that that we work with is is a great guy, and and he understands um, how important the the training behind the strategy is to actually implement it like you just mentioned MC and that's where I'll kind of I'll, I'll brag a little bit on, on what you have set up with the Producers Capital account. So when clients come in to Producers Wealth, they have an online portal. And on that portal is all kinds of different training videos, speeches that you have given around the country, um your your courses on infinite banking, on life insurance, on holistic wealth building, you know, everything around that and that all is part of the training behind the strategy that not every, you know, this isn't something that, you know, maybe you have a brother-in-law that sells life insurance and you you tell them, you know, the design you want, the product you want, the carrier you want, they could design that. Sure. It's the training behind it to actually implement the strategy.
0: Yes. Nelson Nash said himself, you know, that you can have the perfect policy, everything, check all the boxes, but in the end, the results that you're going to get with your policy is actually how you use it and how you implement and execute the strategy. And you need the help, help of an, a practitioner and an advisor that um, that specializes in this, and that's going to help you implement and execute the strategy properly. I've had people reach out to Producers Wealth, um, and they email me and say, MC, can you please just take a look at my policy? I bet it was set up incorrectly. Uh, it must be because it's just not doing what it's supposed to. And then um, I look, I I, re- I do a policy review for them, and I look at it, and I, and I tell them, I say, this was actually set up correctly by the other advisor, uh, someone outside of producer's wealth. You just haven't implemented and executed the strategy properly. And uh, you know, another thing that the the practitioner and the advisor should do is um, support you throughout this journey. It's a different relationship that you probably have seen with a lot of other life insurance professionals out there. We don't sell you a policy and just send you a Christmas card. This is an ongoing relationship. This These these policies need to be serviced properly. You need to have reviews. You need in-force illustrations to see if it's doing the right thing, if it's performing, how you want it to perform, and if you're actually implementing and executing the strategy properly. And the fifth part, I know we've touched on strategy, but I wanted to share this. This is so important. This strategy itself, the infinite banking concept strategy, utilizing the producer's capital account, this itself should be fitting into what you are doing with your wealth strategy, your holistic wealth strategy. You know, one of the things um, that really, really, Uh, ticked me off a little bit. And one of the reasons that motivated me to start Producers Wealth was I saw that in the financial world, you have all these financial professionals that are trying to push people into products that are not the right fit, and it doesn't actually fit into what they're doing. Good for the financial professional, not really good for the, the business owner or the investor. So you want to make sure that this infinite banking concept strategy utilizing the producer's capital account fits in to what you are doing, your holistic wealth strategy, and what you're looking to accomplish. And that's why you need all, you need the help of an authorized practitioner and an advisor that can help you that and tailor this because this is very customizable. This is advanced life insurance strategies. This is not cookie cutter stuff. Um, so yeah, you can customize this to fit into what you're doing already and what you're looking to accomplish.
1: Yeah. MC, the only thing I'll add to that, you know, I I agree that it has to fit into your overall strategy, but I think that it should also fit into just your values, you know, and and what you value. And and for example, one of the things that I value with, you know, almost anything that I do, but especially with when it comes to um wealth building and, and finance is control. And that's where this strategy fits and aligns with my value that I want to control my money. That's, you know, one of the many reasons that that I personally don't have any kind of qualified retirement account is because they, those types of accounts don't offer the control that I value. You know, I, I don't want to park my money somewhere until I'm 59 and a half and I can't, you know, use it to acquire great opportunities when they come by. That that does not align or fit with what I value as an investor. We've got a presentation sharing the producer's capital account that you can
0: access and learn more about the producer's capital account at theproducersbank.com. It's theproducersbank.com.